Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 171, the proudest member of the Damas Media Network, making podcasts great again, not the official slogan of the Damas Media Network. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. And we have, we, we have again, Ian. Welcome to our 2017 Superb Owl Special. Superb Owl Special? Uh, you, you leave, um, because the people that own the Super Bowl were actually being assholes and were saying that um, news news and other things couldn't actually use Super Bowl. There's the whole joke of the superb owl. Oh, I see. Okay. So <laughs> use that instead to refer to the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Okay, and Mad Cat. Hello, hello. And I can't do an owl impersonation, can't do an owl so impersonation. you don't get that fun. And, of course, from the Dumbass Media Empire, Making Podcasts Great Again Network, the dumbass himself. Shout out to everybody out there who's pregante. <laughs> How was everybody this evening? Well, not good, but we'll fix it in post. Not good. <laughs> right, don't worry. Don't worry. Funny material and, and dick jokes will be added later. <laughs> of course, of course. It always Ah, <laughs> uh, All right. Well, anything going on? Anything cool? Anything special? Besides my <laughs> other insurance <laughs> company stopping and I'm now not able to get some of my medications. <laughs> Well, that's not good. That's not good at all. And nope. and so that's that's interesting. So you have you have insurance on top of what's provided by the state. Ah, uh, what's provided by the state is completely different. I had insurance that came when I was working. So what happened with that insurance is that my workplace is only required to have you set up for it for a certain amount of time, even though I still had to pay for it, of course. But because it was only a certain amount of time they had to have it for me, they canceled it out for the end of last December, the end of December. Hmm. This one that just went past. So. Well, that that does suck. Yeah, like we we have uh, here in Canada, like um, uh, doctors' visits are covered, and like, any you, you don't have to really pay anything uh, to see a doctor or to get treatment or whatever. Although, like you do have to pay out of your own pocket to get drugs and stuff. Oh, you do. So drugs are oh, not covered. Um, right. Although, ones, although I understand our, our prices are cheaper in Canada. I think that's true. Actually, on the one plan that I'm on, the uh, general plan that comes from Aish for my province, they cover most of it, but they don't cover the pink, which is what I need for <laughs> fibromyalgia. Oh, okay. Wow. And those aren't cheap. No. Well, Mad Cat, you can always come to Colorado. <laughs> we, have, we have legalized uh, the best treatment for fibromyalgia. Uh, that we're supposed to be legalizing it in Canada, though, as well. Oh, really? Plus, I have my doctor is going to uh, is going to write up that I'm able to get it anyway. So, you know that. It's... When, did, when did they say they'd legalize it here? Was it like sometime in the spring or summer? I'm told that it was one of uh, Justin's uh, one of his platforms. Yes, it was. I'm just I, I'm trying to remember when they said they'd legalize. Or is it just part of the platform? <laughs> Probably part of the platform, you know, okay. get the young people. Well, well, that's that's really weird because he looks naturally tall. I wouldn't think he'd need platforms. The same I thing, don't know. Those shoes are great no matter what. The uh, <laughs> We have the same thing that happens here in the States with the, with the two parties. They have a platform, right, that, that's voted on. So it starts at the state level. Or, you know, or the district level, and then it goes to the state. And so you work it up all the way through and you make, so you start out with, with what you want to be in there. And then all the different districts do, and then it gets combined at the state and then goes to the federal level. And then it's generally ignored after yeah. that. So, 
pretty much. Yeah. However, if it's for medicinal, you are still able, you are able to get it as long as your doctor provides you with um, requisition for it and such. Right. Okay. So you so you have medical marijuana essentially. I don't have any yet. Well, okay, but, but it's I, I will. Canada has it. Canada has. Yeah, it, I don't yes. think you, I, in in Texas, I don't even think we have medical. Well, the other thing is, is that it is also illegal. So if they catch you with it, though, you can be charged even if you have the medical certificate. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> baby steps. You know, but even baby here, steps. here we're wondering what, um, like even in Colorado, and that that we're in. Uh, how many states have legalized it now? We're what? Um, it's like fourteen states. Or, anyway, really? this. Yeah, I think it's maybe not that high. Quite, yeah, I don't think it's quite yeah. that high, but a, a new batch thrown up this last election. But the issue yeah. is, so it's still illegal at the federal level. So so while the state won't prosecute, it's always uh, the option um, of the federal government to enforce that. And so they could choose to enforce it. Yeah. So. Ob- Obama chose not to, but now that the conservatives have taken control, that could change. Right. So where that's going to – I mean it could be that if you're arrested for a federal crime and, and have marijuana, that, that at that time you might get prosecuted. So it's very unlikely that on a day-to-day basis that the, you know, the FBI agent is going to make a raid on, on a, uh, a marijuana distributor, right? Which mm-hmm. I guess technically they could even though the state has legalized it. So it's it, that could be that could be a potential mess. We'll see if they if they have time to really worry about enforcing that. I suspect they don't. Well, with how how much our uh, telephone conversations and email conversations are t- taken, and you know everyone knows about anyway, who knows? So it looks like Texas does have medical marijuana district. District. So yeah, and we do here. Yeah, that's how. Sure. But that that you know that's just the gateway drug. The medical distribution is just a gateway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because marijuana is so much um, worse than a lot of the legal prescription drugs that are out there that people <laughs> constantly overdose on and die. But those we don't need to worry about. But pot that people can't overdose on, we got to make sure that's regulated really strongly. Anyway, and yeah. let me direct you to a very important film called Reefer Madness. I, I think <laughs> you probably need to. Uh, I think you probably need to see that. There's some stuff in there you might know about. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, we, I, you know, and unfortunately, that's not even in the document. So we're talking yeah. completely off the cuff, and we could be talking completely out of our ass. And I've said, um, what would what what difference would that be from the last from normal? I yeah, sixty nine episodes. Probably nothing. There's prob- probably <laughs> <laughs> it's just that Sherry started. Uh, Mad Cat started it this time. Exactly. She's the answer. Somebody's <laughs> anyway. I'm the problem. All right. I'm the problem this time. No, no, that's not. It's not a problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> Have that, we announced uh, that we um, uh, that we fixed uh, the website? Yeah, the website looks way better, doesn't it? We, yeah. Oh, we well, don't have. Uh, I did, I did Jen, are you the problem or are you the solution? We're not sure yet. <laughs> all right. Depends on the date. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking to, like uh, we should inform people, like people who like to go through all the. Uh, uh, back catalog episodes that you know in the, on the old episodes quite a number of them were missing and not working <laughs> yeah so uh, we got that fixed and you can go through uh all of the episodes released by the amateur skeptics now including the ones that were numbered part one and part two and the special episodes and things like that and this is one of the few times that it's actually measurable where we can say that dumbass has made our the amateur skeptics website great again <laughs> <laughs> there is actual improvement here. <laughs> Yay! And one day, or one day, some point, those ones that are actually missing artwork will get artwork because that's still on my to-do list. Oh well, 
if you actually like what I gave you, I can help too. <laughs> All right. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, it's a, we'll put, yeah. So the website looks way better and it works again. So that's good. It's less complicated than the one I made. <laughs> <laughs> I overcomplicated that thing. Uh, but it did work for a while. It was great until, but you know, updates and, you know, and as stuff progresses, things broke and I didn't keep up and get it all fixed. But now it, yeah, it and, functions. And I think you made that website in RuPaul. Didn't <laughs> in RuPaul. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Drupal. Close. Very close. Well, that, and that's what the White, House, uh, the White House website used to be on, was Drupal, um, when Obama ran it, because he had a, um, he had a whole open source initiative, and it was, uh, it was originally in Drupal. I don't know what, they, what it ended with, and I don't know what it is now. Well, speaking of open source... <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the masturbation moment! Yeehaw! <laughs> The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. So, it's important, I think sex education is important. It's also important where it comes from. And it's important that the source knows something about sex, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently Pornhub recently announced that um and created a um off branch website um called Sexual the Sexual Wellness Center. So it's actually part of Pornhub, but it's a safe for work sexual wellness center where you can go and learn about sex. And it's brilliant. <laughs> the, the whole concept, I mean, it makes sense. Um Am so I the, Oops, sorry. <laughs> Uh, so basically, um, it's a site that um, it's just starting out, so there's not much content there. Um, but what, what you got to start off with is an opening message from a actual um doctor who works with people that um has, has, I forget how long she, she talked about um her experience, but she's um done quite a bit of work with people one on one and group therapy, couples, all this other stuff, and so she knows what the hell she's talking about, and she's saying send us questions. You know, give us feedback. Tell us what you want to know, what you're curious about. And, you know, we will explain to you, you know, what, what uh, the real stuff about sex. And it's so perfect to put it with something like Pornhub that's like, okay, we have the fantasy stuff here. But guess what? Here's the real reality. Make sure you you know what the hell you're talking about. Have the knowledge. Have the um, education about your bodies and everything else. It, it, I, I love the idea. I do, too. And the other thing I like about it is that because, of the, because Pornhub is is funding it, we don't have to worry about this administration in particular pulling funding for giving actual, you know, medical um, data. Yeah. And uh, and that and that does seem like it's going to be an issue with this current administration as far as sex education is concerned. They are attacking these standards as well. They've gone back to the uh, Bush administration, um, you know, no information kind of stance. And right. so they are – so it, it's good that somebody else is stepping up to provide actual um, – Actual medical data, and so we'll see what the site actually ends up looking like. I mean, it it's it, it oh, perfect because um, if your teenagers getting online to get off on, they also can get online to get an education while getting off. Perfect. Well, I mean, uh, also, even you, even adults, I think, might have some questions, and it's maybe like something on Pornhub yeah. prompts a question or something, and they have the resource right there. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah, right, and they can look up handbag, and they can look up golden showers. Yeah. 
And they can look up golden <laughs> showers. Now, uh, Zeus, not, it's, the Greek god Zeus invented those, actually. Tennessee handbag. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I haven't heard of the Tennessee handbag either. Well, you know, what you also next? have with, with Pornhub, you've also got something that both Republicans and Democrats don't mind controlling. So basically now I, I, I probably should urge my teenage boys to um, look at Pornhub. Uh, well, maybe the wellness site. <laughs> yeah, now, is, here's the thing. It's, it's, still, it's still part of Pornhub, though. Wait, but you're saying it's it, it that it's going to be safe for work, but it might right now isn't the address pornhub.com forward slash sex? Yeah. So so, so, so you of, so uh, like I couldn't get to it from work. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of places. Too, yeah. Sure right. So porn site, and and I'll bet for most schools you can't get to it. Yeah. Um, because of that, so. This is going to be a resource for for parents at home to help their kids. If the parents actually allow their kids near it. I I will sit my, if if I find a good video on this, I will sit my boys down and make them watch Pornhub, whether they want to or not. So, you know, that's something that that we, that I have done is that I, I, we have sat down with the girls and uh, particularly uh, Lacey Green and her stuff. And we watched the stuff about vulvas and we watched the stuff. I mean, and, and, and we went and, you know, Particularly because I wanted to make sure that my girls understood their anatomy, and so Lacey Green is fantastic. So oh, yeah. she she has really good stuff on YouTube, um, and that is accessible from most places. So yeah, I could be a sex teacher. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, you girls, you're gonna yourself? you're hey girl. Okay, girls, you're gonna bleed out of your vagina. Don't panic. It's natural. Here are some pictures of flowers because nature and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so you're gonna teach him it all deals with pedals and stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs> did you did you have to register as a pedal pedal file? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's this next one? Proof that this is sorely needed. Oh, okay. What do we got here? Oh, this is this a video. Is, Hold on. Video. I need, I'm going to have to uh, stop this. Some guy went through uh, Yahoo Answers um, and found uh, every instance of misspelling of the word pregnant and read them aloud. Um, it, Brian, you have the thing where you can uh, play sound over the thing? Uh, I can right now. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, it's about two minutes long. You can okay. play like a little bit of it. Let's play Let's play at least 30 seconds of it and see how it goes. Am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? Am I pegnate? Help? Is there a possibility that I'm pegrant? Am I pregnant or am I okay? Could I be pregonate? How do I know if I'm pregan? Can I be pregnant? Can you get Pregante. Can ooh bleed while ooh are pergert? Can ooh down a 20-foot water slide pegnat? How can I get my GF pregnant? What happen when get purginat? How can a nine-year-old get pregnant? Will my get pregnan? What is the best time to sex to become pregnant? Wow. <laughs> a lot of those, I'm sure, are not, not U.S. users. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Right? I mean, I, well, no, the 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 phrasing is going to say that they're not US users, so they're not they're not native English speaks. <sighs> I don't know. You would have to go look up every post and try to determine well, that. Well, pregnant's a word I still have some issues with spelling on. That's okay, <laughs> but before you put it in a post and ask somebody about it, maybe you should Google Spell it and check. get the yeah. proper spelling. Yeah. 
that I would... And if there are people in other countries who English isn't their natural language, why wouldn't they use resources in their language? Right. That's the other thing, is that why would they be using Ask An- uh, Yahoo Answers in English? That's right. And also, how many of them are trolls? I-, I don't know. You'd have to go... But here's the thing, is that I imagine yeah. that, that they're not all trolls. Because yeah. you remember Where Do Babies Come From on Yahoo Answers? <laughs> do, you, do you remember well, that, that video? In terms of oh, trolls... Oh, God. It's funny. In terms of trolls, trolls are a silicon-based life form, so... The answer is going to be completely different way. So wait, trolls are silicon based. Who said that's not true? Terry, Terry Pratchett. Ter- oh, he. Oh, okay. So in Discworld, the yeah, trolls are. Oh, right. some days where yeah. Discworld makes a lot more. Right, but here's the problem: is that the so Pornhub is going, probably going to tell people to use uh, birth control, and we know that that makes women crazy. About having yeah. to use birth control, e- Ian. What? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my, my, my okay. So for for the women who don't want to get pregante. Pregante. <laughs> um. So our bigot jackass. So we've talked about him before, but um, he's coming up in the news big time, right? And um, I found this one story of his on um Brybat. Um, and for those that don't know, Brybat is a strong alt. This is Breitbart. Dot com. Sorry, I told you my focus is on Breitbart. Um, is is strong right? and actually one of the founders of it is um influencing Trump big time, which is scary to all of us. Um, but so Milo, a gay Jew who's basically strongly conservative and oh, is a total douchebag, and right. we talked about him before. And he's he, the one who was yeah. shaming Leslie. Um, he was doing fat shaming in general. Yeah, and, and yeah. he's proud of it. He's proud of being a bully online. And he doesn't think he's doing. Uh, he thinks he's doing good by putting people down. Right. He called himself a. Um, what, what kind of troll did he call himself? He called himself a. Uh, um, basically, a moral troll. I mean, I forget exactly what it, a benevolent troll is. What he called himself or something. Well, yeah. what we know is that a recent. He's been doing a tour here in the United States of colleges, and one of the things he apparently went off on a transgendered person, and really went off on um the person. Um, so that, that led to a recent, um, protest against him at UC Berkeley, which, um, it was a the peaceful protest and he ended up not going, um, on that night because they, they were worried about, um, safety and stuff. But then a, a group, um, of anarchists called Black Box, I think, showed up and started violence trying to delegitimize the protest. And it got pretty nasty. And I know he's supposed to be coming out here for Boulder in the not too future. And those protests already planned for that. Well, good. Here's um, the thing is that okay. I, I think that it's okay for, for these – um I think it's okay for colleges to welcome him, right, to have him come. And it's also okay for the students to protest. I think both are okay. Right. I think it's okay for colleges to, to supply ripe fruit. <laughs> oh, <that's> so <laughs> over- the article I have – the article I – um someone had posted that I, I read. It's a year and a half old now, but it's so messed up. Um, in it, he does body slamming, body sluts, um, puts down women left and right. I mean, it's nothing but um, saying body women. Body slamming? Shaming. He, he, he's, uh, apparently, if, if a woman puts on 11 pounds in three years, that is disgusting. Um, and how fat is he? He's not. Well, he's not He's not fat at he's all. He's not? No. He's, not no. also, he's also not necessarily qualified to uh, judge women's beauty, if I'm understanding correctly yeah well, i don't know i you think that's true because here i have a problem with that because just because he's gay doesn't mean that he can't recognize a beautiful woman i'm straight and i can look at a guy and go yeah it's pretty that's a pretty attractive guy so yeah, i don't buy that yeah. argument i i think his writings tend to show that he's skewed, but 
Well, he is skewed. I mean, well, I, I would disagree with that, but just because... I, yeah, I, I don't know whether I can say he, it's involved for him to call someone attractive or not, but the, the more point is the way he does it and the way... I, 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 I don't know he's, the first He's fact, a bully but, about it. He, right. that's, well, I've it seen, is... Yeah, he absolutely is. From what I've seen, I honestly think he hates... Uh, I, 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 I'm not making that, that as a fact that I know for sure, but from what I've seen, especially in an article like this, all he does is say um, women are sluts, basically, um, and, and they better not let themselves get fat. I don't be able to get laid anymore. That, that's, that, well, that's so here, okay. So he also he also points out though that uh, birth control tends to make women incestuous. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't think he can back that one up. But he, but the, but here's the thing: birth control makes you fat. And he points to a uh, a study from 2009 and uh, found at the University of Texas found that women using uh, DP DMPA gained an average of 11 pounds over three years, a three to four percent increase. Now, I I I have heard other other reports about um, birth control and women gaining weight, but that's one of the reasons that that it's nice to have so many different types of birth control, so you can find the one that works for you. Right. So just because one makes you fat doesn't mean that another one is. They're 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 not all the same, but but that doesn't make so if it does make make you gain weight, it is still not a reason not to use it. it I mean, it's it's something to be aware of. But yet yeah. the way that they're and, uh, honestly eleven pounds that's less than five pounds a year. You could work that off. It's not like it's going to be something that's going to hold you back if you keep yourself in shape. It's like, okay, I know I'm going to gain the next pound. I'll go and do some extra um, exercises, some extra stuff to make sure it's not affecting you. It's not, I mean, seriously, less than five pounds a year? That's not, so, but this, that's, that's not like yeah. an unsustainable okay. balance. But this next one, I don't think is, I don't think that you can, I don't think it's scientifically uh, backed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, birth control makes your voice a voice unsexy man i think it's like 80 percent of women or higher i well i heard it's like 80 percent of catholics use birth control so the, the to say that it makes your voice unsexy that's boy that is a stretch you're gonna have to have a lot of data to support that um women women sound more attractive to men when their estrogen levels are higher well is it a sound thing or is there some or is there something else going on is there a hormone thing yeah, going on but the bigger I, problem here isn't necessarily what he's presenting it's the, the underlying thing because in that same one do you really want to be labeled a pity lay betrayed by your um, whacked out hormones but the the point here is that he is misusing these judgments to yeah. to, to to make a skewed to, point and he's cherry picking yeah he's bullying no, to, to it is bullying extent, yeah. you could take fact by fact uh, or study by study he cites and do a great article on saying, okay, these are the um the the possible um side effects of this birth. So if this is one you might be considering, you know, this is what could happen to you. So, but here's the other thing that that I'm noticing here is that there's a lot of birth control makes you unsexy, and and actually, yeah. uh, in some articles that I have later, this idea that that women have an obligation to be sexy. You know, it, it is crazy, and we're seeing that a lot from these men on the right, particularly when the when they're talking right. about um when the, when they're talking about women, like they talk about women at the um uh the women's march. Well, those women looked unsexy; they just looked angry. Yeah. Well, they were oh, protesting no. for one thing. Well, they were angry. Yeah, they, exactly. They well, were angry. But well, yeah, no, no, I, I, I've seen the so this idea that a, that a woman has an obligation to be attractive all the time that we're seeing that as a theme. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's that's the thing about like the gender stereotype roles, right? That's what women women are supposed to be soft. Whatever and, their men uh, want. What, yeah. Let's let's look at it from from the viewpoint of what their viewpoint apparently is, which is they want to take America back about sixty years to when you know women wore skirts and pearls on TV. Well, this this I this claim that women were happier. When when before feminism, well, remember, you know, I, I always I always think that kind of uh, attitude is funny too. I, I think I've mentioned to you guys before my thoughts about uh, guys who uh, ogle women. It's the thing about just the physical attractiveness is the one and only thing that they right. feel like they need to remark upon about a woman. And to me, calling a woman attractive, whatever word you wanted to use for it, sexy, hot, whatever, uh, calling a woman attractive is. Or, or anybody attractive is a really boring thing to say about them. It it is yeah. kind of because it's only one feature, right? It's like it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't encompass them as a whole. When it all I comes mean, down but, to it, though, the site we're looking at here, Breitbart, is really just it's kind of a big circle. Oh, it's, absolutely! It's basically just reinforcing the opinions of a certain a certain class of people who have very very backward opinions. And oh, these man. other people going off the birth control again didn't understand that actually there's a fair amount of women on birth control, not because they're going to um, be sexual promiscuous, but because the birth control is actually saving their lives by helping to regulate their hormones. They need mm. it. They, you know, yeah, there are a lot of women. They're all yeah. women. Yeah. Uh, in- incorrect, Ian. Apparently, uh, apparently birth control makes all women into sluts, according to the article. <laughs> yeah. well, here's a, okay, so now we're slut-shaming, right? So yeah. what it does is by giving women... Um, control over their their reproductive cycle they it does it does put them into a situation where they can have sex without consequence just like a man <laughs> yep. Yep. and so it creates an equality well, that, that they're not with, comfortable with without as predictable a consequence okay because, like, sure. they're, they're still std oh okay okay right exactly well okay but but it, it's course. it is an equalizing factor he also claims that the pill may have destroyed the intermarriage by showing the correlation between the divorce rate and women using the pill. Um, he apparently doesn't look at the fact that actually during that same time, our society was changing drastically as well, and you know certain levels of actually let's empower women, let them actually have to their lives. When we um, looked at these statistics, though, people are getting married later and divorce and getting divorced less. Now, now that yeah, yeah. In fact, you look at it, you can see the little blue line. But but when it all comes see, down to it, at the bottom. He just wants women to, to be available, to breed little soldiers to fight Muslims. Right, but he I, but he's not breeding. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> That's yeah. which means technically that uh, he is. Te- uh, wow, technically hypocrite. he wants to make women slaves. Yeah, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, I, I I can't say for a fact, but I do get the impression from what I've seen of him from his writing and stuff. He really does not like women. He, he really thinks very low of them. But that's the impression uh, I've gotten from everything I've seen. Well, he's on Breitbart, so yeah. Yeah, but whenever you're reducing a woman to one factor, uh, or anybody to one factor for that matter, you, you're, you're you're not getting an accurate picture. You're humanization yeah. and putting them into a completely different, completely different phase. Yes. Right? Which yeah. tends to equal, we want you to be what we want you to be. Uh, don't be an individual because we... We like to complain about other nationalities not allowing their women this, that, and the other thing, but we want to do the exact same thing. So, really, the the whole thing with hating the Muslims is a jealousy thing. Yep. 
Well, that's one of their insults. Well, too. I think that, 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 that that's that's, that's different. That's because they're not like us, right? They're different from us. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The, 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 the people the most afraid of um, serial law are the ones that actually enforce their own version of it here. Yeah, that is true. But it's what it seems like. But we do need to stop satanic rituals, don't we? Well, it, apparently, uh, yeah. one's hap- apparently one's about to happen right now. Uh, so for, for our listeners that don't know, we record these on Sundays now. And, of course, this Sunday is the Superb Owl Sunday. Um, and apparently at the big sport event thing that is taking place right now, Lady Gaga will be in the halftime. We can say Super Bowl. It's okay. Are you sure? Because they might come after us and sue us for everything we make off this podcast. Oh, uh, well, uh, no, let them. No, <laughs> you're using the word Super Bowl only for uh, par- parody purposes and in purposes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're informing people. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, we're, we're using it in a fair use manner. And that yeah. and, and this podcast runs at a deficit, so <laughs> let them come. <laughs> let them come. Plus, so, we, can also, we could also say that, in a way, it's kind of an advertising for what's going on for them. That's, that's by true. By explaining right. that this is going on. This, or that so anyway... So Alex anyway, Jones this after- from Infra Wars. This afternoon, Alex Jones, who's apparently um, down there in Brian's um, neck of the world, mm-hmm. um, I guess he was do- doing a live um, podcast. We're not live, so but he uh, was going to do a live podcast. And so he does these little videos ahead of time talking about, oh, okay. So lady, the, the Super Bowl itself is all part of the government distracting us from the reality so that the government can please. But luckily, Trump's in there to um, undo all that. Because apparently Trump doesn't try to distract you with um, mindless um, entertainment stuff that um, has no real purpose. <laughs> you mean well, like, yeah. Let me let that sink in for a moment. <laughs> oh, but so uh, oh, Lady Gaga is doing a halftime school show. And apparently, according to him, there's going to be drones and all this other stuff that will be uh, um, signifying the rise of the machine. So I guess he's a Terminator. And it's all part of a satanic ritual to get us to submit to the machine in order for the New World Order to come in and um, take us over. <laughs> so they claimed the same thing was it, wasn't so, it with Katy Perry, it, right? When she when she did her stuff that that she was doing probably. a satanic ritual. And I tell you what, I believe it because my pants got tight. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is it is it the Terminators or is it uh, is it Skynet or Satan? He says Rise of the he does okay. that in the video. That, that's what it was, the moment I heard them like, are we getting Terminator territory now? What? If she does do something like that, she'd probably be doing it as some sort of as an artistic expression about how uh, about government surveillance and all that, trying to make a uh, a point on that. Would be my guess. Yeah, but no, you, you, you have to watch the videos. But here's the other thing: is that he has no idea what she's going to do, right? Because he he's he's totally just speculating. He is totally just trolling before the fact. He, he, claims, you know, he claims that this information is out there already. Where that they, I. I, he doesn't actually say where his um, sources are. He, right, it's it's he, it's, he, it's he, the usual sources that he uses, right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> um, his his ass, the right? Illuminati. <laughs> his ass is the main source of most of his information. I'm pretty sure. I bet his head rests comfortably up there. <laughs> so the, the videos are actually, I, I found them quite amusing because the rants are just like seriously. George Bush is there just because apparently George, I guess George Bush is slipping the coin to see who goes first today. Um. He's there because he's part of the Illuminati. He's part of the setup that got us to the New World Order. And so he's there to be worshipped for what he's done. All It's like, what? He's he's here wait because... Wait a minute. George Bush Jr. is an Illuminati? That's what he says. Well, oh, no, this, okay, he's a so Jr. what you're saying Jr. is... Oh, 
senior. I was going to say George Bush Jr. is an Illuminati. Their recruiting has really slipped. <laughs> I think there's supposed to be a minimum intelligence there. Oh. Well, they didn't let in Homer, but they did let in uh, Mr. Withers. <laughs> you mean Smithers, right? Smithers, yeah. Smithers, yeah. And that Smithers. wasn't the Illuminati. That was uh, um, Stonecutter. You know, here's yeah, the, the thing. Stonecutter Society. Yeah. If, if yeah, you're if that, you're Alex Jones, it. you have got the perfect gig because all you have to do is say crazy shit. You have an audience, and you make a lot of money. I mean, yeah, he, but I imagine he has a hard time breathing. Uh, <laughs> with his head up his ass. That would be a why. I, I I I I don't believe him. I do not believe him. I I I think that he just. I think is an act. I can, I maybe I'm wrong. I, it just seems like it's just such yeah. a good act to me. Yeah, well, it's, it, you know, I, I, I say that Lady Gaga can do whatever the hell she wants in the Super Bowl show as long as she doesn't wear fake fur. Right, exactly. I don't want fake fur on Lady Gaga or my action figures. <laughs> oh, we're doing great. Who c- controls the British crown? Who keeps the metric system down? We do. We do. <laughs> we, we do. do. <laughs> 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 That's- okay. So, uh, uh, um, our next. What the fuck are they? Um, <laughs> we we've we've talked about Peter before in the past, and they do some pretty out there things. But this time, uh, Peter is asking Games Workshop, which is a, a British-based um game company, to make Warhammer first. Free- now, Warhammer is Games Workshop's big um miniature role-playing system. They have a mid uh, um fantasy version of it, and then they have Warhammer 40k, which is the one I actually have a whole bunch of miniatures for because they're really cool looking. That is um, in, yeah. in the future. And the, the brilliantly well-done miniatures, the games can be a bit complicated. I've tried to play them, and oh, you, know, you really have to be um, a pretty diehard gamer last soon. But they're great miniatures, really well done. And one of the things they do is they put in all these great little details. And yes, a lot of them actually have rare fur. It's not uncommon to see animal pelts on both the um, fantasy stuff and the futuristic um, because they add a little details. Apparently, though, according to um the mighty Lehman Russ, oh no, from where's the guy's name? Um, someone with I can't find his name. Oh, I'm like, but someone from PETA wrote a whole letter to Games Workshop, basically trying to compare having these great warriors in the future wearing animal pelts to animal cruelty, and somehow saying that that's going to promote animal cruelty. Wow. I kind of assume that in the in the world of uh, Warhammer. That these characters hunted their pelts, yeah. right? Yeah, rather than well, they're not even uh, necessarily from, they're not even well, necessarily earth okay. animals. Right. And here's the thing: is that in this article, they try and defend the fact that we know it's fantasy, but it's still giving the idea that you know the people that it's okay to wear furs, and it's not okay to wear furs now or in the year forty thousand, four thousand, whatever. Well, it I was. don't think it's actually animals that they've got the fur from. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I don't think anybody. I don't think Probably anybody's the taking these war. I don't think anybody's taking these Warhammer miniatures as uh, fashion. No. <laughs> no. No. Well, actually, at conventions they do, but I doubt they use real Well, but still. No, they don't use real I- I've seen some pretty cool Warhammer case from cosplay. If you can do a good Space Marine armor, oh my god. Well, awesome. and then here's the thing is that then they show us that there's a video on here about cruelty obscured, right? And they show us a whole bunch of pictures of animals that are in terrible shape. 
right? Yeah. With no context whatsoever. I can't, I don't, I can't look at that and tell you anything about that except for, yeah, I mean, it, it, those animals, there's a problem, but I don't know why. I don't know how it happened. There's no context to those pictures. And so, and, and they purposely don't give you any context. They have, they have a, a position and they just fledge with a bunch of images. Yeah. Well, really, Brian, they have a position and they don't really have any idea about how to go about fulfilling that position except by shaming. Um, you know, the next article that's on here is all about uh, PETA's no-kill shelters. Right. The no-kill shelters. Yeah. Yeah. The no-kill shelter uh-huh. where they euthanized 2,450 of 3,369 dogs, cats, and other animals that they took in in 2014. That's mm-hmm. not an that's not an out-of-average. Right. They've complained about other people euthanizing. But now, of course, the statement on their website says, well, it's, a, it's an unfortunate reality. Yeah, but you were, but you do, you euthanize more than anybody. Yeah. Which, which basically boils down to they, they have this position, they have this philosophical statement, but they don't know how to go about actually taking care of it. Well, they're uh, they're a bunch of goofballs. Yeah. yeah. Peter's one of those groups that actually the underlining idea is actually a good idea. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I'm all for prick animals. I'm all for um, you know, stopping cruelty to animals and such. But they go to an, an extreme where they stop making sense. They stop actually doing what's right, and instead are, are busy trying to get attention and all this other stuff. It's like, okay, focus your efforts more on actually making a change instead of just trying to shame everyone. You know, yeah. just trying to you know, it, it doesn't of, work. Instead of splashing right. blood on somebody wearing a wearing a fur coat or red paint on somebody wearing a fur coat, do something positive. Yeah, it, it, it's like stop killing the animals yourself and look for people <laughs> to take them in. Oh wait, that's wrong too. We're not really supposed to have pets because that's yeah, that's yeah. That's they, they here's the problem: is that they go to such an extreme that they end up uh, with hypocrisy. Their own message. Well, yeah, exactly. They, so, they end up being hypocritical. Do, do they actually advocate uh, the extermination of domesticated dogs and cats? No, we're supposed to let them out into the wild. Yeah, they don't. Okay, they so, do not. They don't so, want people to. They have I, yeah, animals. I think we're pets. supposed to. We're, we're supposed to spay, neuter all of them and let them die out. All the PETA people. So they want to. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So they want to extinct <laughs> domesticated dogs and cats. They want Pretty them extinct. Much. Yeah, that, that's the problem. The message because there is no. All- there is no going back to the wild for domesticated dogs right. and cats. They have been changed too much. And, you know, dogs that go feral are not well-equipped to survive. They're usually incredibly unhealthy for their short short periods of being feral until they die. Well, and cats are like a menace. with cats. Yeah, they're a menace. They're there. Uh, outdoor cats are a menace that need to go away. <laughs> but, I, I mean, PETA, if PETA decided to actually do the right thing, they could be such a powerful group. But they decide that getting attention is more important than actually doing the right thing, and they they're not what they could be. So and there's is- yeah, they're taking in so many animals, right? They're taking in all these animals, and and then they're not adopting them out. They don't, their adoption rates are only one percent of what they take in, and the rest end up euthanized. But then they complain about other people euthanizing animals. I mean, they're it's just on and on with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing that's really bothered me about PETA is how little regard they have for getting the facts right. As long as long as some piece of information uh, matches uh, their what they're trying to say, they they don't even care to fact check it. And I remember they did a bunch of uh, a, an ad campaign a while back about the downsides of drinking milk, and yeah. a lot of it was just very so, inaccurate. 2015, their their adopted rate 
was 3.4%, 3.04%, sorry. That's that 0.4% is important versus 73.776% kill. That's insane. I mean, unless, unless they, unless they are taking in animals that are that bad, are that bad off. I mean, one of the things that they claim is that they have to do that because they, they take all animals and that the animals that they're receiving are, uh, are that, um, are that bad off. And that could be, right? I suppose, but it just seems well, awfully high. Yeah. And, uh, and the thing of it is the, a lot of these, I, a lot of these statistics are coming from the Department of Agriculture in that state. And this is all referring to the Virginia shelter, by the way. But okay. this, these are these are things coming from the Department of Agriculture in this state, and they are not indicating that that those animals euthanized because they needed to be. Okay. Well, that's well. And how they got so many animals in the first place? Where did they get them from? They're not going to puppy something like that or find. No, some of these were owner surrenders, but a lot of these were owner, owner surrenders. So people they converted, or people that had to give up their animals for whatever reason, but didn't go with the furniture. <laughs> yeah, that one that doesn't one doesn't I, fit in the purse I've, anymore, wasn't I've, it? <laughs> I've heard that before. I've heard that in reference to birds, and it offends me. Well, no, but so, I but um yeah. I heard that um, in didn't um didn't oh God oh, who was it? I hate to um what there was somebody who gave up a small dog because it didn't fit in her purse anymore. I've heard about mm, that. Yeah, not unlikely. Uh, there was one time my father-in-law he had uh, a bigger purse. <laughs> He lost his cat, and we went to the Humane Society to take a look and see if they had him at the Humane Society. And this lady was giving up her dog because the couch. And he, she changed out the couch, and the dog didn't fit the decor. decor. You know, I, I will tell you that as a person who has a, a cockatoo in the house, I, I will tell you that once you have a cockatoo in your house, you will know that that bird is far more permanent than any piece of furniture. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm an animal fan and everything, and that just disgusts me. Well, no, it's natural for them to do stuff. Or were oh, you not, not talking that. about the cockatoo? I'm not. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I've never had birds, though. That's a funny thing. But yeah, I've had a cockatoo in my house. That was a wild party. <laughs> ah. So does it make you guys, uh, particularly the guys, uncomfortable when uh, when we talk about tampons? Or do you feel uncomfortable if you see a tampon? If you walk into a bathroom well, and there are tampons there, would that make you feel uncomfortable? Actually, I, I will you know, admit... You it's the weirdest... I, I will admit that in a um, in the grocery stores and stuff, that is one aisle I don't want to walk down. Why? I don't know. I, I think we're probably somewhat programmed to be uncomfortable. So, I, now, the article you're referring I, to... I've I've never understood I've never understood that myself. I I'm perfectly comfortable walking down the tampon feminine hygiene aisle. Uh, my wife uh, always sent me out to buy her feminine hygiene products. But now uh, all the, the I article, had to do was uh, remember which one she got. And the, the article has a guy who's uncomfortable with in the bathroom. I had no list. There's no way I could possibly have been uncomfortable. Right, but with but here's the thing: is that I mean, I I'm with I'm with I've had to buy that kind of stuff before. I don't have a problem with that aisle. It does not make me uncomfortable, yeah. and no, it I, shouldn't. I, I agree. I've had to go out and buy that stuff too. And I made sure I got extremely specific instructions as to what was needed. Well, that's the yeah. other thing, is right. I mean, you might not know, you might not be as familiar with the products, right? So that I, I've never had to buy it, my but um, I, I like I said, I admit openly. 
there is something for me at least about that island. I think it's it's programmed okay into us, and that's um you know some people experience it worse than others. Like I said in the house, no problem. If, if, in the bathroom, it belongs there. It's not going to bother me. So the used ones lying around that might be disgusting. Well, that, that's a whole different story. That can be disgusting to anybody. I don't think that. I don't think we're we're yeah, talking about so the garbage. That's that. Yeah, exactly. In this <laughs> particular case. In this particular case, we're talking about a a woman who had a male friend who told her a story about uh, a party he was at where he went into the bathroom and um, the host of the party had had left out. I I, I don't know if it was tampons and pads or just tampons, but anyway, there were some uh, products there um, and and it made him uncomfortable that they were there. He felt that they should have be that they should be hidden, you know, hide that stuff. But. Her her perspective well, he on that. Should have gone to the damn men's bathroom. Then. This was at a house. I'm suspecting. So well, then he should not have gone. Nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless. Anyway, if the bathroom doesn't have a urinal, it's not a men's bathroom. Uh, <laughs> that's what the, is that the shower? Do you consider that a urinal? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, then most houses don't have urinals. But so and here's. I've been using my shower wrong. So All right. Most houses have unisex bathrooms, so you can expect to see anything that from a man or a woman in those bathrooms. Sure. So, so here's the thing. So her perspective on this was that she thought that that was a really good thing because, as a woman being at a party, maybe you don't know the host that well, maybe you don't know anybody there, and if you were to start your period, who are you going to ask? You have to leave the party. Are you going to ruin your clothes? The idea that those would be there and available um, was very much a comfort to her. Well, the, the movie Superbad, which I thought was a bad movie, I, I I really did not. One of the worst jokes in it was about a woman that was having a real bad period, and um because her her boyfriend had had a bloody smear on his pants, and you were able to tell that she had been dancing with one of the other guys because he had a bloody smear on his pants. It was a a bad joke. It was nasty, and it was kind of insulting to women. Uh, but that's the attitude we somewhat you know the the, the way we treat women's periods and stuff is like that. You know, and it's messed up, and it, it shows when someone can't handle just the fact that tampons exist. I'm sorry, they do exist. They are real. Women have periods. If you can't handle that, buddy, uh don't, don't, don't um expect women to ever want to be around you. I'm sorry, I, I can't see how you could handle having a girlfriend or a wife. It's like, no, guess what, honey, I'm having my period. I'm going to have to use these. Right. I mean, I, what I what I like is the the new euphemisms people sometimes come up with to try and um, you know distance themselves from what these things actually are. So like I, I went to, into the store um, a, a few years ago, um, and they uh, they changed the sign over the feminine hygiene products. They were now calling it feminine paper. Wow. <laughs> Here's the thing is that feminine paper. Okay. They still tax them higher. They're considered a luxury item here in the states. That that actually sounds. They're taxed worse. as a luxury item. Though? Yes, they are. That uh, is. Didn't we undo that though? Uh did we? I don't. I did I, not I, think I so. I something here in Colorado. Oh, Colorado might have. Yeah, I think Colorado. So, but one of the way that she ends this is interesting because she ends this by talking about how um, she says it's a small but effective illustration of how people differ and can see the world. And she's talking about how men see women and this idea that that if they're unattractive, that they should be covered up and and, and to cover up the pieces that are unattractive. So, so yeah. that this whole idea of menstruation would be unattractive. So keep it as hidden as possible. Right. Well, um, like and, I said, the, the guy who had the problem with. I would not want to be his girlfriend or his wife because if that bothered him, just the fact that they were lying out at someone else's house and he had a problem going to the bathroom around them, uh, if, if he ever gets married, how would your uh, boys feel about that? How, how you have you have two <laughs> boys? Do, or, or how how do 
How do they react to um, feminine, hy- feminine hygiene products? Due to various circumstances, they actually haven't been overly exposed to them. Well, I think you should change that. Let's do some <laughs> testing. Yeah, get a red so, one. Yeah. Um, get some red uh, color dye and bring it into the house. <laughs> but no, do, yeah, do the well, you're, you're supposed to use blue color dye if television has taught me anything. Uh. Um, yeah, for most of their lives, my ex-wife um, um, have periods of my girlfriend due to various things. Um, doesn't either so it's not been something so this paragraph in here i think is interesting so in that context of you know the perception of of a man of a woman um a woman who isn't smiling is an affront to him because it detracts from her prettiness despite the fact that uh there might be a legitimate reason for her not to be smiling and so we talked about that earlier that this you know i i love making my girlfriend smile i i admit that openly and it brings me down to not see her smiling, but that I, I don't see that. Right, but it's okay for her to not be smiling. Isn't it an affront right. to you if she's not? Um, no, but I, 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 when I see her not smiling, I, I want to do what I can to make her smile. Her emotional so that, state is irrelevant because yeah. she's not being pretty. So this, uh, the, and once again, I've heard this a lot lately, so it's been driving me nuts, this idea, you know, when they're talking about the guys, the, I heard some Republican jerk talking about how the women at the Women's March, they weren't pretty. They were rough. They were, you know, they weren't happy. No, they weren't happy. They were protesting. So that, that I, I whole perception. I don't know how many women I know that were at that march. Most of my Facebook friends sure. women were at that march. Well, so, so I, I, I do have a list of people here that were at the march. And, and point of point of order, Mr. Speaker. That point of order, <laughs> Brian. You did say uh, Republican jerks. I'm sorry. Am I being too specific? That, no, that's. I'm just. I believe your statement is redundant. <laughs> <laughs> so people like Scarlett Johansson were at the Women's March. That is an ugly woman. If I ever seen one, huh? <laughs> Melissa Benoist was at that. But that, but that's kind of not the point. That the idea that their attractiveness matters is total no. bullshit. No. Um, and then so we've got a Nebraska senator who who specifically a Nebraska senator faces more criticism for retweeting a women's march. Uh, so and he indicated that, you know, the that all these women were unattractive. Same, let's same let's basic make thing. the point that this is somebody who's already in trouble for doing cyber with a woman on a state computer. And here's the thing is that I could give a I could give a shit about him doing him doing mutual mutual masturbation with a woman on um uh on Skype. I don't care. But yeah, it's kind of a bit of hypocrisy, isn't it? You well, know, he, he's he already is using state resources. Okay. Okay. He's using state resources. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't consider that a huge breach but, to but me. But then if, if he was using state resources to play civilization, people would take it, wouldn't take it as seriously, would they? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's, he's in a bit of hot water for, for basically for some of his tweets about this. And he's already been said that he should step down. I mean, and he didn't. Um, the woman uh, on Facebook blackmailed him, you know, and wanted $4,500. And that's when he finally came clean. And so he ended up paying a $1,000 fine for a misuse of state property. So, okay. So, I mean, but yeah, so he has a reputation for this kind of uh, misuse oh, of, you know. But and in some ways, it doesn't even apply to this thing that this other thing that he did, you know, calling, you know, talking about women being unattractive at the Women's March. And and he's not the only one that I've heard this from. It's becoming a narrative and it doesn't matter. It's total bullshit what they look like They're And well, the other thing is that they're not just marching because they're a bunch of babies. They're marching because of the representation of Trump, of what he means to their rights. Yeah. 
And apparently Trump um, came out that one of the big things with him is women need to dress like women. Um, the, the women around him better be dressed like women. Apparently some statements regarding that. As opposed to what? Dogs? Yeah. As, as opposed to dressed up, you know, in cow costumes? And there exactly is the point. They want to rule women and tell them exactly yeah. how to be and everything else. It, it's it's hard to to not get that narrative and, out of all this, isn't what, it? <laughs> and especially with Trump getting elected. That is empowering the people at that point. All right. Exactly. And, that's why the Women's March happened, is because they saw that. They're like, wait a moment. Is anyone else <laughs> they were marching for it in other countries. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know? it, was it was insane around the world to have a march like that. Yeah. You know, it, it, yep. it, it should be considered this huge historic thing, and the Republicans were blowing it off like overreacting. It's like, no, <laughs> come on. Yeah, they think it's just funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, obviously, I, I, I don't any, think... any, any honest assessment of. Uh, people marching that people were marching in over like 30 countries around the world this is not just the usual uh butthurt democrats like nobody marched like that when george w bush was no that's no. true they they no i, I, I don't talk about that kind of stuff we're canadian <laughs> i i don't think <laughs> that by some people i don't think that they thought that the women uh, i, I think they probably i think they probably just thought that the women were ovulating or something <laughs> oh all right, listen. Let's end on this. Uh, hey, going, going back for one oh, second to okay. uh, to the thing about uh, men buying feminine hygiene products, um, I heard um, a really cool insight on that uh, a while back. Uh, that um, in in male culture, a lot of the time, the thing about male culture is that if you're not the one telling people what to do, then then you're the submissive one. So um, the fact that uh, you're getting for some guys, the fact that you're actually getting something for your woman like you you've been told by your woman you know that have maybe connotations of being whipped you're you're doing something that she told you to and that for them is a little shameful i believe the sound effect mm. you're looking for is yeah very good <laughs> uh, all right so one more here judge block immigration order president trump response so this is our only trump article yay yay <laughs> go ahead matt cat let me have it well, what exactly happened was they blocked the immigration order for all this immigration fund that's going on that Trump doesn't want people from specific countries coming in the U.S. or coming back to the U.S. And it was called um, un unjustified and not not uh, legal. So the judge called an order on it. And for some strange reason, Trump is really mad and, you know, calling no, them down. For those who don't understand how the uh, American um, political system works, we have this thing called checks and balances, where uh, it's set up so that um, we have three branches of government. One branch is each branch is supposed to be a checks and balance to the other two, and so they can kind of counter uh, if if they see one branch doing something they're not supposed to be doing, they can go in and counter and say, "Hey, wait a moment, that's wrong." And mm -hmm. um, so the last we had one um, acting attorney general stood up and said, "No, no, no, we're not going to pursue this." And Trump fired her. Well, she, she said it was unconstitutional. She, right. she was doing her job yeah. 100% in her job, and Trump fired her for it. So now we have another judge who was actually appointed by a Republican doing his job, and Trump's upset by it. Well, of course he's upset. They're saying that he didn't do something. Yeah. They're so. saying they, they told him different no. than he is. But this is 100% what they're supposed to be doing. If they see the president doing something wrong, they are supposed to step in and say, wait a moment, no, we have to stop that because um, 
you know, that that's wrong. We know that's wrong. If you don't see that's wrong, that's your problem. But guess what? It's wrong. We're stopping it from happening. Uh, Ian, point of order. Okay. Uh, your original statement should have said Donald Trump and other people who don't know how the uh, American system works. Right, exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. You need to make sure that you say this so that Trump will understand. Yeah. Well, so, so here's the I thing. Trump. I think Trump's surrounded by a lot of people that know how the system works, but they're making sure he doesn't. That could be. Uh, I I don't know. So this was this was Saturday. Oh, man, Trump just acts like a big baby whenever anybody opposes him in any way. Yeah, that's true. No. And here's the thing: he does the same thing with media. The only people doing media right are Fox News because they pander to him. If you don't pander to him, you're fake news. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Except apparently the Onion, because apparently the Onion <laughs> got. Uh, the, their description of what Sean Spicer's job is perfectly right. <laughs> I haven't read that yet, but I'll go check that out. Uh, he he the, he he praised them for getting the five facts about Sean correct. Oh my God! Really? really? Yes. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, so they so the, it's held up again, but I don't know that that's the end. Yeah. And well, but here's the thing. It won't be the end. But at least this happened in the legal system through the Justice Department because right. he can't automatically can this judge because he's an appointee. Right. That, that, that's so that's good. And, and that's why I, I think we'll see more of, honestly, right now. We're going to have to. Considering, yeah, considering um, from what we've seen Trump and the present um, conservative-controlled Congress, uh, the uh, judicial system is probably where all the, the checks and balances are going to happen for. Right, but what's he going to do to the Supreme Court? That's yeah. what kind of scares me. Is he going to get put? Is the person he puts there going to pander to Trump or do the law? Right. Pander. The stuff. The stuff I'm hearing yeah. about the guy he's trying to put in doesn't seem to indicate that he. Well, that's good because that. I mean, yeah. So I don't think he knows quite what he's got there. Well, and here's so. the thing: is that the, the last attorney general, that the woman that um, that he canned, she had bipartisan support. She she was considered a, a good person for that job yeah. um, by both parties. Anyway. All right. Well, anything else? We'll, we'll, the, we'll have to save the, the other two articles for later because we're about we're in an hour now. So let's go ahead. Yeah. And Brian has things. And I have things to do. Man, I got ribs cooking. I got to go make some dinner. Wait a moment. You know I'd have a life outside this podcast. <sighs> yeah, sometimes it feels like I don't. <laughs> anyway. All right. Take it anyway. Very good. Anything else? Nah. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. That is another one in the can. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Board. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.